The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Who is God? Since the beginning of time, humanity in various ways and through various means have been asking this one basic question. And whether we intend or not, whether we realize it or not, Our lives are shaped around this question. A society, a civilization is formed around this question. And this question, who is God, seized my own heart, my own mind so deeply that when I entered college, Immediately, I enrolled as a philosophy major because I thought by studying philosophy, I would finally get to know the answer to this question. And the university that I went to was a, a secular university, and so they didn't, we didn't really pay much attention to the Christian understanding of God. And all of my professors were extremely brilliant. But they basically subscribed to what is sort of the the standard philosophical notion of God. Namely, that God is this impersonal and distant reality. That yes, he is truth and he is goodness himself. But he does not share his life. He does not communicate his life. Especially with us, his creatures. 
And I remember thinking in those early days, especially as a freshman, as I would listen to all of these lectures and began to read the works of all these great philosophers, that if this is who God is, then I'm not interested at all in God. Because at least according to this notion, God is more like a mathematical formula or simply an idea in one's mind rather than the reality in which our whole being and our whole life is lived in. Today, as we celebrate this beautiful feast of Trinity Sunday, we are led not into an idea, not into a mathematical formula, but into God, who is a communion of persons, a communion of love, The revelation of God as Trinity takes us into the very inner life of God. And what we discover there is, is not a solitary being who is simply enjoying himself, but a Trinity of persons in which exists the perfect giving of oneself and the perfect receiving of the other. God, to use a metaphor from this world, is a family of perfect love. And as beautiful as this is, Perhaps what is even more beautiful is that God, who is this trinity of persons, invites us into this communion of love. He invites us into his very inner life. This is ultimately what holiness is. This is ultimately what our vocation is. Not observing God from a distance. Not merely admiring him from afar. But entering in. Sharing in participating in the very life of God, who is a trinity of persons. This is God's beautiful will for all of us. In Jesus' high priestly prayer, on the eve of his passion, Jesus is praying to the Father for the apostles and for us. And he says to the Father, this is eternal life, that they know you, 
the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. To know in the biblical sense is always a reference to intimacy. Intimacy of one's whole self. Not merely an intellectual knowledge, but a knowing and a knowledge that is the fruit of sharing in and participating in the life of another, in the life of God. How different is this God than the God of the philosophers, than the God that a merely secular mindset creates? This is why we need revelation. This is why the Feast of the Holy Trinity is so important. Yes, for our minds, because it helps us to form our understanding of God, but also because of our hearts and for our hearts, so that it can orient us and dispose us towards the truth of who God is. You know, the human mind, even the most brilliant, can, in a sense, only take us to the horizon. And even though we can intuit something beyond the horizon, we can't get there on our own. God, in his grace, in his love for us, and in his revelation of who he is, takes us beyond the horizon and into his own very inner life. Once I began to understand more deeply the Christian understanding of God, I remember thinking this time, this is the God who I must know, who I am interested in. Because this God, by revealing himself, reveals how deeply interested he is in us. Whether I realize it or not, whether I feel it or not, whether I understand it or not. And the proof of this is that he shares with us what is most precious to him by giving us his son and pouring out on us the Holy Spirit. God gives us and calls us into his very own inner life.
into that communion of love that he himself is by sharing himself with us. I'd like to close today with just a few words from somebody who understands this reality and this truth so much more deeply than certainly I can. This is from St. Elizabeth of the Trinity in her beautiful prayer to the Holy Trinity. She writes, O Trinity whom I adore, help me to forget myself entirely, that I may be established in you as still and as peaceful as if my soul were already in eternity. May nothing trouble my peace or make me leave you, O my unchanging one. But may each minute carry me further into the depths of your mystery. O my three, my all, my beatitude, in which I lose myself, I surrender myself to you. Bury yourself in me, that I may bury myself in you, until I depart to contemplate in your light the abyss of your greatness.